0: glad today. Uh, today is a very special day for me. Uh, I'm going to have a special guest on today and uh, we're looking for a good time, uh, looking for a good show today. I, I, I just want to take a moment and say to all of you and just remind you that this is Marriage and Family Clinic. It's all about uh, marriage and family relationships and we're here to break down and enlighten you on those relationship dynamics so we can help you identify what makes you tick and ultimately help you repair, grow, and perfect your marriage and family relationships. And I'm glad to be uh, heading up and spearheading this program because I, I take pride in saying to you now, I love my family. I have a great family with all the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. I love my family. And I tell you one thing that I'm really tremendously glad about, and that is I have In my mind and in my heart, anyhow, I have the greatest bunch of nieces in the world. Now, I have more nieces than nephews, but I have just the greatest bunch of nieces in the world. And that's on my side of the family as well as on my wife's side of the family. I have just a great bunch of nieces. And one of my nieces is going to be my special guest on the program on the broadcast today. And I'm welcoming her all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. Let me introduce everyone to my special niece, Sherelle. Come on and say hello, Sherelle.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you guys for having me today. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to have you too. And uh, uh, I'll tell you just a couple things about Sherelle before I have Sherelle talk about herself. I think this is just a sweetest young lady in the world. Uh, uh, she really is, I mean, just a sweet personality, just a sweet spirit, just a sweet soul, just a sweet young lady. And I tell you, all of my nieces, that great bunch of nieces on my family side, on my wife's family side, I would do a whole lot to support them. I mean, I will go towards the ends of the earth to support yes, this. <laughs> you And that definitely includes you, Sherelle. So I'm so glad to have Sherelle on here on today. And let me tell you something. The reason I invited Sherelle on today is that we're going to talk about real-life stuff here. And you hear me mm-hmm. talk all the time. And every now and then i like to have someone come in and speak to us about their real-life experiences and Several months ago, I did a brief series, maybe three or four broadcasts on being a single parent. Well, I've got a live body here tonight to talk about their single parenting experiences, and that's my niece, Sherelle, and that's going to Mm -hmm. be the topic of our discussion tonight, Uh, single parenting. We're going to talk about some of the ups, the downs, some of the challenges, and as always, before you know it, our short 30 minutes are going to be gone, so let's just jump right in here. All right, so you ready to go, Sherelle? Yes sir. <laughs> All right hey, look, look way back in your life look way back in your life. Uh, what is your earliest memory of being a mother? What is the earliest you can remember where you started to think about being a mother?
1: um before I had my um my my first child
0: or or just did you think about being a mother as a child growing up? did you ever? Think about uh, how many children you would have or, or ever have a desire for any children,
1: yeah, I definitely did. I think it comes from um I come from a very close family, you know my parents' been married for uh, about forty five years now so i I came from you know wanting to i grew up wanting to have like the perfect my own perfect little family and my own children, my own perfect little marriage and stuff, oh, so wow. I would say maybe um Maybe I started really thinking about my future and having a family and stuff. Maybe when I hit definitely maybe 18 or so, Yeah, it started crossing my mind, you know, wanting to always have that perfect little family.
0: Yeah, man, you said a mouthful right there. We could take off right there and just stay on that because so many of us, our adult decisions and our adult behavior and conduct, the way we handle ourselves in our adult relationships it's mostly based on what we learned and what was given to us as examples while we were growing right. up, you know. And, so, and I know your family. As a matter of fact, I've known your family longer than you've known your family. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and, and your family has always been close. And, uh, uh, and I know your mom. She had a a, a good number of sisters and brothers. And I appreciate and mm-hmm. love your family, and and so I know exactly where you're coming from there. And 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 so what what did you think? What did you think the perfect family would look like?
1: Um, my perfect family, like I said, it really started with the perfect marriage. I thought that you know my life would be all together at the moment. Um, I've always wanted my kids to not have to want for anything to be in a place where I can provide anything they their wants their needs, and stuff like that, but just um just a healthy relationship with a man and just you know i mean, I know with. My perfect children, you know, <laughs> in sports, you know, just getting good grades. I've always thought of the, the perfect little family.
0: Yeah. So you were going to bring Hallmark to real life, huh?
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> the Lifetime movies and everything. That's
0: <laughs> <to> real life. <laughs> wow. That's something else. That is something else. And then, so so when did it begin to get real for you?
1: I would say my first experience that it really woke me up was um, my first time bringing my daughter home. Uh-huh. Um, I had Amaya when I first hit 20.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, my mom, you know, my parents were always there for me, but my first time bringing her home, my mom had to go back to work. Yeah, So I was home by myself with Amaya, and it was really real because I'm like, you know... I'm only twenty, huh. uh, you know if she cries, what am I supposed to do? You know I remember just like just my mind just running, like, what am I supposed to do when she gets hungry? Wow. Um, but thankfully, Maya slept almost you know uh, the whole almost until my mom got home, you know, only yeah. woke up to eat, but that was really my my the moment that I woke up,
0: yeah, yeah. So so, it sounds almost like God knew what you needed, and didn't it was one of those moments when He didn't uh allow any more to come on you that you could bear <laughs>
1: right <laughs>
0: right yeah 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 and 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 the first time you held amaya what what did you feel? what did you think
1: i I was just amazed yeah. um just something so precious, but at the same time, I felt very. I, I felt like I had to grow up right then and there. Mm. Um, I knew as soon as I held her, you know, it's time to make something happen. Yeah. You know, she's going to have to have need, want, have wants and needs, and I need to make sure, you know, I'm the responsible one. God gave her to me, so I'm responsible for her. That's so right. really just like, you know, the wake-up call of what are you going to do now?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think what you're saying right there is something that a lot of teenagers are just unable to consider if you mm-hmm. have that baby, you're going to have to care for that baby, and that's your responsibility. Right. You know and, and I think a, a lot of teenagers are just unable to take that into consideration. They're unable to recognize that fact, but that's the truth of life. And we have to include that in our decision-making process. And so when you had a Maya, you were not married at that time, correct? no sir <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 did you think did you think that all your hopes were dashed as far as having that perfect marriage? Did you think that now it'll never happen or or did you think that you would have to do something extreme to make it happen? Was it still a possibility to, to you?
1: um, I've never really lost hope in the in a, a good you know healthy marriage or anything. It was just I knew now that I needed to be in a place where I can financially um, and, you know, completely take care of Amaya. So, you know, any man that's coming into the situation, they know, you know, I'm not just trying to, you know, just find a a father to step in and take care of my child. I knew I had to be in a place where, in a healthy place for me in Amaya, but I never really lost hope of, um, finding the perfect marriage or anything like that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I'm trying my best to conduct a good interview here, but I have to tell you personally that I, I watched, I watched you uh, love on Amaya, uh, and I watched with great admiration. I appreciate and respect you for for the way that you have mothered her, and you have done a fantastic job. you got a great kid, and I love how she just hugs my neck when she sees me, too. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little bit off. I wasn't supposed to say all that, but you know how it is. <laughs> well, let me say
1: one more thing, Uncle yeah. Carl. You know, you really help me when I help Amaya. When I had Amaya, I remember we were at a family reunion. I had just held her, um had her, yeah. and you sat me at the table and you said, "What now?" Oh wow. You got to make a move now. You said, "What now? What are you going to do now?" And I think that was another big wake-up call for me as
0: well. Oh my goodness. I did I did not remember I do not remember yes, that. Sir, I oh. remember that. <laughs> oh, you thank you. You said, "You
1: have her now, so what are you going to do now?"
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: That's when I got back to Florida and I
0: got straight into school. Wow. Wow. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Now you're trying to turn this on me and get me emotional. <laughs> yes, sir. And you know, and this means so much because uh, from Psalm 127, uh, I always teach. And let people know that children, no matter how they get here, whether you're in marriage, whether you're a single parent, no matter what the circumstance that a child gets here, the child is a gift from God. And I really believe that you felt what you felt when you held her the first time and you experienced what you experienced. I believe that that's a quality that God puts in a baby to make sure that that baby is loved and cared for. It's just something about a baby that brings out the nurturing side of both men and women, you know. And so something has to be really often an individual to abuse a little baby. But uh, right. yeah, but I I definitely appreciate. I definitely appreciate uh uh what you've done with her. Just a blessed little baby. And and now she's uh she's dancing in church, she's singing in church, she's attending church. Wow. Right. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. How did you get her into dancing?
1: Um well, being a pastor's daughter, daddy and mom always kept us in church. Um no matter what it was, church always came first. And I just developed the passion. And I think with Maya seeing me and her aunties have mm. that passion yeah. for dancing and things like that, it just, it automatically just start coming to her. Yeah. Now she wants to go to church. She wants to dance, you know? Oh, wow. Um, so I think just looking, like you said, you know, we, we take on what we see and things yeah. like that. And I think it's just, you know, seeing it from her grandparents, from her aunties, from me, her passion just grew for it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, you know, that's something I wish that a lot of people would realize. I hope that parents get this, is that the parent is the child's first and greatest teacher, first and greatest authority. And right. whatever you want your child to learn, wh- whoever you want your child to be, you need to model that for them. And, and I always tell moms and dads that if you want your child to know Jesus, then be the Jesus you want your child to know. Right. And and uh, so that's a that's just a beautiful thing there. Uh, So you've got your beautiful little gift there. And now now about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, you had another baby.
1: Yeah, Yeah. baby Chance. I had
0: my baby boy. (laughs) Little Chance, little Chance. Now, Chance has an interesting story, and I don't have time to go over Chance's story, but uh, 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 give us just a little introduction to Chance and, and what he went through to get here.
1: Um, Chance was born at 26 weeks. He was one pound 11 ounces. Um, he spent a few months in the NICU. Um, all types of blood transfusions. Um, I remember one time, just a quick story. I held him in my hands, and he stopped breathing. He started changing and turning blue. The nurses and everyone just ran over, and um, you know, I thought I lost them. But he he fought through it. So he's been through a whole lot. Uh, One great memory I had is Easter, when he was born, um, the first Easter after he was born, his doctor came to me and they were like, "Um, can we pray? Mm -hmm. And that's one of my biggest memories for chance he was like wow. can we just pray and um we prayed um like i said he's been through a whole lot yeah. um just now he's coming out of therapy um wanting to make sure nothing is wrong with him um he did have a few problems he had an eye disease they thought maybe he'll be blind in yeah. one of his eyes but that disappeared um everything that they thought would be wrong with chance was not wrong with chance he's a healthy little boy now um and he just, uh, like you said, amazing testimony that, wow. that I hope he shares one day.
0: Wow, that, that is awesome. And, and, and I'm sitting here trying to picture this in my mind. Born at one pound, you're talking about mm-hmm. the size of a coffee cup almost. Right. Oh, my God. Right. My God. And, and, and I, I certainly will not, dare not get political or anything like that, but at 20 weeks, Babies are being aborted,
1: and mm-hmm.
0: and when I see you hold Chance, and when I see Chance and other babies who've gone through similar situations, I wonder how in the world can anyone arrive at that decision. And I know life is tough. I'm not dismissing any of that, but you know, mm-hmm. and I, I just throw that out there. But you're doing. Uh, Chance is coming along very well. And I tell you what, just from my personal experience, nothing is ever going to beat the sight of, of, uh, of uh, the ceremony when your mom and dad renewed their vials and Chance came in riding that little motor car, that little right, kitty right. motor car. And nothing's <laughs> going to beat that. that. That was one for the ages, you know. I wish I had a video of that. That was so cute. Uh, it truly was. But, you know, and like we've already said, though, you did it with Amaya. Now you're doing mm-hmm. it with the Maya and Chance. You're doing what right. you have to do, and, right. and that's uh, 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 that's one thing that I always tell single mothers, especially, is that you're going to do what you have to do to get done what you have to get done. One exactly. reason is God is on your side. You have faith, and number two, too many women, black women especially, too many black women have gone before you who have gone through similar situations also. And so I, I just want you to stand firm and keep your head up, keep your heart up, and keep on doing what you have to do. All right? Yes, sir. L- now, now let, let me go a little deeper here. Let me go a little deeper okay. here. Um, um, you are a single parent with Amaya, and, mm-hmm. and now you've got chance. So you're a single parent, and you have two children now yes sir and Mm -hmm. and uh what what uh 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 some some would say that uh uh you know was something going on in your thinking or your feeling that you had two children and you weren't married Uh, uh what was going on there how do you reconcile that within your own heart within your own mind how do you make sense of that
1: um, and I would say, for oh you know, after I had chance, um, me and his father had have recently um, went our separate ways, and for the longest, I did struggle with the thought of you know you have two children out of wedlock and things like that. Um, but you know, it was it was really. The uh, for me it was the older mothers in the church and stuff like that who really took hold to me. Mm. I remember um, this one mother, Miss Sarah, at our church. You know, she came to me and she was like, "The only difference between and my dad says it as as well about different things. The only difference between you know some people who get in trouble or even having a baby out of wedlock is I got caught. You know. Uh-huh. Um, but my only thing is, I mean, it. I I wish I would have went the other way with things. Yeah um but i'm here now so i yeah. try not to i try not to beat myself up about it mm-hmm. um so much uh, all i focus on now is just now i have to i have two yeah. you know yeah. i'm responsible for two yeah. um so i like i said for the longest i struggled with it but it's something yeah. now that i've ac- i've um accepted yeah um i know it's not the ideal way for everyone to um to go but you know things I believe things happen Uh, you know maybe my mindset wasn't right at the time I should have waited until marriage um but that my life just didn't go that route
0: yeah and and did your struggling include struggling with God also
1: my I've never really struggled with God of with the whole fact of me being a single parent because I feel like I made that decision I feel like I was focused on what I want, you know my needs and and me trying to set my own you know path in life instead of listening to him, so I was never upset mm. with him because i I know he has the path for me I know yeah. you know he wants that i'm pretty he wanted that perfect marriage and the the kids and wedlock and things like that, but I believe God gives us the the choice you know he gives us you know the to be able to make our own choices, and I just didn't make the right choices.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. I appreciate that. And that's a, uh, I tell you, that's a very mature approach to it. And and I just want to add some encouragement to you there. And just remember what I said a moment ago about Psalm 127. The child is a blessing. The children are a blessing. They're a gift from God. Life, life is a gift from God. You know, so uh, always remember that. Just keep that in mind. And God never loses love for us. Never, ever, ever. And, and that's the reason he sent us Jesus Christ, his only begotten son, so that he could love us through anything. And that we could love him back. Yes, sir. Yeah, in the Old Testament, it was, it was difficult, if not impossible, for them to love him back. Now, with right. the born again experience and the Holy Spirit in our lives and Jesus Christ in our hearts, we can love Him back. You know, through yes, it sir. all, so we appreciate that. All right, and, and you told me that uh, uh, I remember me, you telling me that you and Chance's father had mm-hmm. worked out a good method of co-parenting. Uh, describe mm-hmm. that to me a little bit. How is it working?
1: Um, like I said, everything is 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 a fresh separation. So really right now we're just focused on the kids, you know. My whole mindset with, with um uh, my kids, I'll never punish my kids for anything that their their father does. So I'm I'm open to that relationship. I believe a kid needs their father, their parents in their life. Mm-hmm. So I don't mix the two. Yeah. Especially not now with us not being together, I don't mix the two, you know, um whenever um he wants to get chance or anything i'm open to that you know yeah uh, we just try to keep it the two separate keep our emotions yeah. um separate from the relationship he has with his with um chance
0: that's great that's awesome and it sounds like the two of you are really saying to each other let's make sure we make the child the number one priority right and, and, and right. not our own personal desires and and uh, things of that nature. That's an awesome thing. That is an awesome thing. And chance will be the better for it. Right. Ch- chance will definitely be the better for it. Because I tell you, uh, it's something for a young man, a boy, to grow into manhood and get to the place where he never had a father to speak into his life. I, I could go on and on with that one. And that is a real dynamic, a real phenomenon. But chance is going to be the better for it you know now and how long did it take you all to work that agreement out how long did it co- take you all to come to that consensus and and was it a struggle was it difficult at any time point in time
1: it, you know um i would say maybe a month um uh-huh. it, it it's still a struggle to this day i'm 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 young you know um my emotions, you know our emotions you know try to get the best of the situation but it's like you said keeping the child. you know um i don't want and even with our relationship you know i try to keep the kids um i I would never let my children try to see me you know argue or have any arguments or anything like that i try to to hide that from them only because you know i don't want um i don't i just don't want it to affect their relationship yeah um but it's still it's still rocky to this point um but I would probably say it took maybe a month or two before we can even get to this, this um, place.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Everyone is a work in progress. Every relationship is a work in progress. And hence the name of this particular radio program is Marriage and Family Clinic. We're in here working on relationships, trying to help them. Thanks for that opening, there, Rayle. Um, and let me ask you something. Uh, uh, we're just about to run out of time here. Got about five minutes left. Let, let's uh, wind this up. But let me ask you this question right here. Mhm. You're Charle with some good experience under her belt now, and there are a bunch of Charles out there. But what I mean by that is young ladies who have fantasies of marriage, fantasies of family fantasies of children, fantasies of building a life. There are a bunch of young Shirelles out there. What would you say to those Shirelles about handling their feelings and managing their emotions and getting attached to men and so forth and so on? What, what, what advice or guidance would you give to those young Shirelles?
1: Um I would definitely, definitely say take your time it's not a race. Your Mr. Right is not going to disappear. He doesn't have to be right now. Um focus on you to the point where when you find when you when your Mr. Right finds you, you're the type of woman um who is, you know, put together. You have your life together. You're more of a uh, a add on like something um you're more of a a gift rather than, you know, not having your life together or anything and becoming a burden, to, you know, just make sure you have your life together, um, get yourself together, focus on you, and your Mr. Right will definitely come. Um, don't settle. Um, it's it's nothing wrong with saying, this is what I want, and this is how, this is what I expect, you know. Mm. Um, like I said, just take your time. That's the mo- the best thing I can do, um, that I can say, you don't have to have a child right now. You know, you see all these uh, me, you see women out here with children. You think they're so cute, but it's a process. It's it's, it's tough being a, a single parent. It's not all fun and, you know, laughs and everything. It's tough. So just focus on you. Let let God lead the way. Definitely yep. don't take your own path. Take God's God's path. It's definitely what I'll say.
0: Wow, awesome. Awesome. I love that. Mr. Wright doesn't have to be right now. Uh, <laughs> don't copy yes, that, sir. sweetheart. I'm going to use that. Mr. Wright doesn't <laughs> have to be right, right now. now. And, and I, think, I think so many young ladies are just missing a, a partner in life, a girlfriend, a mother friend, a mentor friend, some type of a friend who can take her by the hand and say, baby girl, take your time. Right. Take your time. We're missing that. And, and unfortunately, we're living in a day of time, and, and my generation, your parents' generation, we had all these old people who were always telling us uh, all sorts of things about these types of relationships. I always remember uh, one of my high school teachers, Coach Yanning. Ask your daddy about Coach Yanning, Carl Yanning, <laughs> and uh, he'll, he'll remember him too. But he always said to us, save it for the honeymoon. Right, (laughs) And we laughed at him, we mocked him, but as we all grew older, we found ourselves saying to younger people, save it for the honeymoon, you know, but but Sherelle, I tell you, this has been a joy, this has been great chatting with you, man, I'm enjoying this like everything and I wish we had a lot more time to deal with this, you know, but I appreciate you and uh, appreciate how you've grown and how you're going forth and how you are trying to model uh appropriate conduct and character for your children and and people always say that like you said earlier i want to give my children the things that i did not have and right. and let's not forget to give our children the things that we did have in our lives and that's right. good character that's good character so so teach them to be accountable, teach them character, teach them how to work, and teach them how to love Jesus, and there, the sky is the limit for any child, regardless of his or her background and circumstances. I think that's the message. When moms and dads teach their children right, be the example for them, instill proper values, good character in them, uh, teach them to love Jesus, then the sky is definitely limit. To where they can go would you agree with that
1: yes sir definitely
0: yeah yeah well i tell you what Sherelle, it's been good having you and i know you got to get Brother, to sir. other places i've got to close Brother, this Brother. out but thank you so much for lending me your precious time you know you make me feel like a proud uncle you 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 know you make me feel good like that but uh, yes, i really sir. appreciate <laughs> you sugar and uh, i tell you what let's get down the road sometime and let's plan to do this again and, and if you ever have anything you'd like to hear me discuss on here, just let me know, and we'll definitely get to it. All right?
1: Yes, All right. sounds great.
0: Thanks so much, Sherelle. We'll see you later. Love you, baby.
1: All right. Love you, too.
0: Hey, listen, we've been talking to my niece, Sherelle. She's from Jacksonville, Florida, talking about being a single parent. And just wanted to discuss some ins and outs of that. You know, children are a gift from God. Let there be no doubt about it. Regardless of how the child gets here, the child is a gift from God. I will never cease to say that. I will continue to preach that. The child is a gift from God. So if you happen to be a single parent, single mother especially, when you look at your child who looks just like your baby daddy, don't take it out on the baby. Do not take it out on the baby. The baby is a gift from God. I want you to remember that and to every single parent, regardless of how difficult it is, regardless of how trying your circumstances are, you buckle down, you plant your feet on solid ground, you get mentors and helpers in your life, you build your support network, and by golly, you do what you got to do to make it happen for your children. Too many have gone before you and have done it. There is no reason for you not to do it. Don't mean to sound harsh, but just get up and do what you've got to do. Hey, I want to appreciate everybody for listening to us today on Marriage and Family Clinic. It's been a joy having you. If you want to hear this again, if you want to play this again, download it. Go to my podcast on iTunes or any podcast player. Search the C.D. Hodges Podcast. You'll find us there. I got to get out of here. My time is up. But remember, you can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out. You've been tuned in to the Family and Marriage Clinic with your host, Bishop Carl Hodges. You can tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on your station for praise, WGPL
1: 1350.